Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Met Podcast, episode number 52. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to design your life. While we can't control the way that we grew up, what family we were born into, what country or what part of town we had to live in as kids, what we can do is create and design our life to create a fulfilled, happy, and successful life. We have that option. And no matter how difficult hardships have been, no matter what circumstance that you're in, no one is holding a gun to your head every single day, forcing you to go to that specific job, to continue to live in that city, to continue to be friends with that group of people, and to do the things that you always do. We wake up and eventually make either some type of decision or thought process and just do it. The problem is this. Time flies by. I think about this anytime I've ever renewed a lease at an apartment or a condo or wherever you're living, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another year here, another year there. And then all of a sudden you look back and you go, man, I've lived in the same place for four years. I've been through all these relationships. I went through this job. I experienced all these things. And it happens like that. And when we don't actually take time to sit back and think, why do I do what I do? Why do I live where I live? Why do I think the way I think? What happens is you can get caught up in the cycles and routines of life and essentially get and become basically a person that operates fully off of autopilot, meaning you end up living a life that someone else wants for you instead of what you actually want to do. Now, me telling you guys this doesn't mean that all of you need to suddenly go and quit your job and go do some crazy things suddenly overnight. But what I'm saying is you need to know why do I do what I do and what is the purpose of it? And even if you love what you do, do you love spending time with this group of friends or in this neighborhood? Or maybe you wish you could travel more or work from your phone or maybe start a charity or do this whole new venture. What I'm saying is at least know why you do the things that you do. Be conscious of the decisions that you make. When I was trying to figure out my path, and to be honest, I still am. I'm still trying to grow and still trying to evolve. And I know you guys that have been along this journey with me, you've seen these things kind of happen in real time, good and both good and bad, is I had to first realize where am I getting this information from? And when I started truly thinking for myself, studying the best people in the world, and then implementing really good processes into my life that can help me think for myself, make my own decisions that can shape me, my family, the people around me in a positive way, that's when really, really good and successful things started happening. All right. So what I'm going to do is break down basically the four steps to start designing your life. And I'm going to be as direct and upfront as possible. If you know me and you listen to either this podcast or my content enough, I don't like fluff. Um, I'm not big on motivation. I mean, obviously, I want you to feel good and, and confident, but at the same time, like, let's be real. Let's be upfront and honest about your situation and how to improve it and how to set your life up for the next five to 10 years to where you're doing things that you want, that makes you happy, that is fun and enjoyable and beneficial to everyone that's around you, right? So number one, this is the simplest question that you can think of. For a second, I want you to just write down, think about, maybe put in the notes of your phone and go, what actually would make you happy and fulfilled? 
What would that life look like? Now, what's important here is many times we think that, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a professional athlete. I want to be a musician. I want to do this amazing thing. I want you to ask yourself this question. Do you actually want that job or do you want it because of the things that you think it will bring you? For example, many times natural humanitarian people or givers are people that they typically love helping people. They get fulfillment out of helping other people be happy. So for example, a teacher could provide this. A nurse could provide this. Someone running a nonprofit could provide this. Working in charity or maybe spending a day or two out of your week volunteering at a hospital or a clinic or somewhere where you can help people can provide that fulfillment, which means you actually want, in this case, to simply help people. And it's not this specific job that's just going to suddenly make you happy. It's the things that that potential job could give you and make you feel fulfilled because of the things that it brings you. So I want you to really think consciously of this. And the reason why I say this is, you know, growing up, I played sports and many times we all wanted to be professional athletes. And while we love sports, we really loved what we thought it could bring us, whether it's that competitive nature, it was the ability to make an impact, financial freedom, you know, being able to buy the things we want, go the places we want. And I quickly realized, you know what, I can get that from a lot of things, not just sports. And so I want you to think why. Do you actually want the things that you want? And I want you to think in terms of lifestyle. What type of lifestyle makes you happy? Do you crave security and consistency and routine? Do you crave the opposite? And in a snap of a finger, you want to be suddenly having to go work here and then fly to this place and then handle this crisis and then do this. What drives you? What impact do you want to make? What would that life look like to you? Who would you be around? Would you be married? Would you have kids? What would you do? And let's just act like this is a video game. I want you to really in detail, the more detail, the better. Write this down. You need to know. If it's all over the place, it's vague. You're going to get a vague response out of life. You need to be as clear and conscious about the lifestyle that you want. Be realistic. And realistic means that you can make millions of dollars. It's realistic that you could go do all these things around the world, but you need to at least know it, right? Number two, I want you to think about what is the current position you are in, good and bad. For some of you guys, man, life just might be amazing in every aspect of it. For some of you, your work life may be incredible, but man, your relationships and friendships are a disaster. Maybe you have this incredible marriage or incredible family and you're so happy with it, but you're just lacking in your business. Maybe there's another area. Whatever that is, you need to know, okay, where the hell am I at currently? What am I doing now? Good, bad, could be better, could be worse. I want you to really just be upfront and real with yourself. Now, two, I want you to look at this and go, wait, why am I here? Why do I do this job. Not like me saying that, hey, you need to suddenly stop doing this, but how did you get this job and why? Sometimes we just ended up doing this same because we applied for 200 jobs online and they replied and then suddenly you've just been doing the same for three years. 
And that might be the biggest blessing ever. And it may be incredible, or maybe you're not taking advantage of it fully, but I just want you to know, like, why? Why do you do what you do? And lastly, why do you think and believe the things that you believe? Look, we all have been programmed to some sense to think certain things. I want you guys to think about why you're Republican or why you're Democrat or why you believe these things, whether it's a religion. Why are you Christian? Why are you Muslim? Why are you Jewish? Why do you think this? I'm not telling you that you suddenly need to have this awakening and change. I'm not saying that at all. I just want you to start being conscious of why you do and think the way that you do. Was it where you grew up? Was it your friends? Was it your family? Was it what you watched on TV? Is it because you listened to this Grant Mint podcast guy and he changed the way you think? Why do you think the way that you do? If you don't know what is impacting your brain and your thoughts and your behaviors, then you can't stop the wrong things from happening and you can't consciously change and adjust it in a way that can help you think to create and act in a way that's going to create the ultimate lifestyle and to design it the way that you want to. You got to be conscious of this, guys. Don't let people dictate your life. If you're going to fail, at least make it off the back of your decisions and not because it's what someone else wanted for you. We have to make conscious decisions for ourselves. Three, it's time to get to work actually designing your life. Look, now you know what makes you happy. You know what life you want. Two, you've dissected and figured out, okay, this is why I think what I think. Maybe it was my family, friends, your environment, whatever it was. But three, we got to start breaking this down in a realistic, I don't want any optimism in this point of what could happen. I want you to look at it just realistically. What do you need to do to create this life that you want? Can your current job do it? Maybe you, it can, but you need to adjust your role, adjust your day-to-day, adjust the way that you're allocating and investing your money. I want you to think through every single process of how to set yourself up for success. To kind of give you an idea of this, when I was coming out of high school and college, obviously, if, if you guys have heard my story, if you heard a lot of different things, what was so confusing to me is I was getting so much advice and rhetoric and thoughts and opinions from maybe people I grew up with, their families, my family, stuff online, that when you're getting so many opinions and inputs from relatively credible sources, it gets really confusing because I felt that I was not destined for what these people did. Not that I'm better or worse than them. It was just, I was different. And so what I realized is what made me happy is I wanted to control my success 100%. That was one. Two, I wanted to control my time. And then three, I wanted to be able to help and impact other people. And so what I had to do is when I knew that, the first thing I did is, okay, I don't know how to create that. But maybe a first and simple step is I need to start studying people who have that. What do they think like? Where do they live? What do they do? What is their process of thinking through problems and why do they do what they do? And instead of me judging them and just instantly copying them, instead I looked at their lives and other successful people in a very rational way that could help me kind of change the way I think and expand my thinking. 
just realize that good or bad, wherever you're currently at, at in life is based off of the current level of thinking that you currently have. So if you want to adjust it, you want to go bigger, you want to accomplish more things, you need to expand your brain. You need to expand your consciousness and understanding about other areas of life that can create this life that you want. As I started studying these things, I started zeroing in and looking at, okay, what vehicles, meaning what industries, sectors, businesses, whatever the case, can help me do those things that I'm passionate about? I want to have the ability to choose what I do. I want to control what I make, but I also want to help people. So I went, okay, solar is a great avenue for now. How do I build something that can make an incredible impact on the world, on the environment, and on our customers, employees, and people, and families around the world? How can we do that? Solar. Now I had to start problem solving and figuring out that industry. What happens, guys, is we sometimes feel like we need to know all these 50 steps by day one before we ever start a new journey, whether that's you moving across the country, whether that's you going into a new role at your company, or maybe just getting to the next level at the current company that you're at. We need to realize that you don't have to have everything figured out day one. You just have to know the first step, and then the second, and then the third, and then the fourth. Each step another key will present itself, another teacher. The beautiful saying is, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When you're ready to solve for that problem, your brain is going to start trying to solve it. It's going to start scanning your database, your computer, for everything that you've ever learned, heard, and thought about to help you solve that problem. If you have a malfunction, your brain can't figure it out, it's going to start looking for other resources. And it's going to start noticing different people, different things, in your environment that can help you solve this problem. This may be, oh, I know this one person that works in business. Maybe I need to talk to her. Oh, you know, let me Google this. Let me see if there's a book on this. Let me ask if my uncle, who knows this person, who knows this person, maybe he could refer me and see if they could answer my question. Then all of a sudden, boom, you solve it. Now you get to the next problem. And this is how life is. And what's important, and number four is, I want you to start implementing a time of day, week, and month where you can just sit and reflect. Well, the reason why so many people are on autopilot is they, one, can't control their emotions, which we talk about many times in this podcast, but two, they don't actually stop and think, what happened this week? What went right? What went wrong? What could have gone better? Why did I have such a successful week? Why did I have a bad week? I feel off. Why do I feel like this? How could I fix this? What could I have done differently? And when you have time to reflect, not only does it make you fully conscious of your decision-making and the results that happen, not only do you become accountable for the life and the results that you had that week, that month, that year, but it gives you the ability to change and to adjust and reshape and redirect your life in a direction that's going to create more success. Obstacles, enemies, issues, roadblocks are the keys to shaping you into the person that you're going to become. I'm not saying this to be motivational and make you guys feel good and warm inside. I'm telling you that because, look, if you want more out of life and you don't have that currently, I want to be extremely clear with you. It's because you're either one, you're not good enough yet, 
or two, you do not have the right information or resources to accomplish and create that exact lifestyle. Be real with yourself. It's true. If you were so good and you want this thing, you would already have it. So knowing that is, is, is well, it's a tough pill to swallow. It makes you realize, okay, I need to start learning these things. I need to grow as a person. I need to evolve my way of thinking, my way of operation. These things, guys, don't just happen. You don't just wake up on a beach and get in your Ferrari and go to this big mansion because you're a really nice person. You do it because you impact the world at such a level that that value is returned to you. But this takes development. And if you if you don't want to be uncomfortable and you just want to be, you don't want to deal with any issues, look, think smaller. Do something more basic. I'm not telling you guys that you have to conquer the world and build this gajillion dollar thing. But what I'm saying is you need to know why you do what you do and start really looking at your life in a conscious way that can create the actual life that you want. Honesty is huge. And this is why sometimes... You know, I was overly optimistic early on in my life, and I think that you guys should always still stay optimistic, but you got to know the real truth. And one tactic that I use anytime I'm adjusting something in my company, I have a big decision, I'll talk to optimistic people, I'll talk to realistic people, and then every once in a while, I'll get the advice of what I like to call a dream killer or someone that is heavily either pessimistic or they're just a know-it-all that finds the negative in anything. Now, it doesn't feel good talking to these people, so I I keep my distance, but I want to know all the potential downsides. And the same thing, anytime I have a meeting with my leadership at my company, if I have an idea, someone has an idea, it's a part of our exercise to play devil's advocate and look at every single potential negative just down the line on that idea or on that decision that could really help us identify, okay, maybe this isn't the right decision, or it could give us the clarity that we need to adjust these two or three small things to create a good result. You need to make these conscious decisions, and you do so by starting with the small things and really continuing to replicate it in every other area of your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed episode 52. Thank you guys so much as always for the support and love. If you love this podcast, make sure to subscribe, like, and follow. And as always, you guys can find me on social media at Grant Mitt on my Instagram. Now we got threads that popped up since last week, Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that good stuff. But thank you guys so much for the support. Have an incredible week and I'll see you guys again for episode 53.